What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo and uh, with Trust in Jesus Ministries. We're going through Genesis. We're on chapter 27, uh, starting a new chapter, and we're going through verses 1 through 17. Uh, we have uh, transitioned kind of back into this story of the sons. We were in Isaac and we talked about Isaac a little bit, but now we're moving back to the sons, to the famous story of the stolen uh, blessing. So check out 27, 1 through 17, see what it has to say. Stop the tape if you haven't read it yet, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, come back and we'll discuss the four questions. If you've already got it read, we'll do the four questions, man. So what is the author? The first question is, what is the author um, conveying? What is the scripture actually saying? Well, um, it says that uh, Isaac called his eldest son Esau to himself. And he said, hey, I'm, I'm getting old, man. He's like, uh, and so since I'm getting old, I want to give you the blessing before I die. And so he uh, calls Esau to go and get uh, hunting, go hunting. He's like, get your bow, get your uh, quiver, and uh, get your hunting tools. Go out to the field, game up me some game. You know what I'm saying? He's like, uh, do do what you do and make that thing that I love to eat, man, that food, that savory goodness that you be whipping up all the time after the food that you get when you go out in the field and and uh, you, you catch that that whatever it is that you catch, that deer, that duck, or that, or that boar, or whatever. He says, make that up for me. He says, and we'll eat and I'm going to bless you, man. He's like, I'm, I'm going to bless you, give you your blessing as we sup together, as we eat together. Um, isn't it amazing how things happen over a meal? You know, uh, it's just some kind of exchange happens and intimacy occurs when you eat together. Uh, and, and I think that's a telling tale from the blessing that happens here is that it's, it's, it's the food and the drink as they sup together, as they hang together, uh, the blessing occurs. So man, let's take that with something, man. It's something about eating a meal together, having community together, fellowshipping together. That, that was, that was just extra. That was just extra. Anyway, he, uh, so as soon as he did that, it says that Esau took off and whenever Esau left, Rebecca was listening, man, and she heard what he said. And so as soon as Esau took off, she called uh, her her son. It's funny because scripture says his son, Esau, and then it says her son, Jacob, already showing the the kind of separation or war between the two families, man. You know, anyway, he uh, she calls him to himself and then tells him what happened. She says that that um, man, that Isaac, your father has. Um, said to tell to Esau to go get some food, make it or go, go, go kill some, get some game, cook it for me. And then, uh, I'm gonna bless you. And she's like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have you had that blessing. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna have you had that blessing. And so, uh, she tells him to go get these, uh, goats from the flock and, uh, some good goats so she can cook up some of that good food that she know that, uh, her husband, she know his father like to eat. And that um, she she give it to him, to Jacob, to take to him so that he can get the blessing from um, that he can get the blessing from Isaac. And then Jacob kind of has some um, some some contention about it. He's like, I, I don't know. He's like, man, I'm gonna go there. He's like, uh, Esau is kind of hairy. I'm not. So if he touches me, if he feels me, he's like, then he's going to know it's me. 
And then I'm going to bring a curse on myself rather than a blessing, man. And she's like, ah, don't worry about that. She's like, you do what I say. Listen to me. Obey my voice. She's like, whatever curses will happen will fall upon me. You will receive the blessing. And so uh, Jacob acquiesced and did uh, what his mama told him. Um, she she went and made the food with the with the uh, goats, took the goat skins that she killed to make the savory goodness, that good food her husband loved. And then um, she used the, the fur, the, the, the skins from it to put on Jacob's hands and his neck to make him feel hairy. And then uh, she she gave him the food and some bread. And then she um, uh, told him to to uh, go talk to. Talk to your daddy. So what is this saying about God in this this thing? Uh, well, he's in sovereign control. The reason. I say that, and we talked about this, is because he is moving in such a way that would uh, do the thing that he promised would happen. The prophecy, which is what uh, God told um, Rebecca about the children in her stomach, was that the older would serve the younger. And so this happening occurs through these deeds that are carried out by Jacob, Rebecca. Esau, Isaac, all of these things are moving and 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 um and happening in a way that it allows for human action but maintains the sovereign control of God. It's not that God guessed that this would happen and so he declared it, but it was the thing he wanted to happen. And the way he is carrying out his purpose is through the, the actions of man. And so to me, that just shows, and the, the the writer of the book is also showing that the actions of man are dictated and moved by God to do the thing that he desires to accomplish. That's what sovereign control is. He's, he's always in ruling power. No matter how much we think that we got our own game going, uh, now nah. God's the board master. He's the board master. And wh- what's this saying about man? Um, that we are responsible for our own actions and that we uh, are are um, doing things on our volition, our will, but that we are still under the control and authority of God's rule. So I think that's important for us to realize is that we are doing our own thing, that Rebecca is kind of concocting this deception over Isaac to do either a maybe it's because she thinks she needs to help God out and trying to figure out his way in which um, this prophecy will come to fruition or she just uh, just loves a son more loves a second son uh, better than Esau and you know either way it's still sinful either way it's sinful um, I was uh, reading a commentary on this. And it just he just broke it down, talking about the deceitfulness, the deception, the evil, the uh, the 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 pure uh, malignancy uh, is a malignancy in this action that he's doing in order to take over. And you can't blame Rebecca. Now, Rebecca's the one that's moving these things in order. She's the one orchestrating these things. But what is happening is that Jacob is acquiescing and going through with it. 
And it's because that's what he wants. He wants the the birth, he wants the blessing. He's already got the birthright. Now he wants the blessing. Because what does he say? He says, if I do this, I would be mocking my father and he would bring upon me a curse. And she's like, oh no, you're not gonna get the punishment. I'll take the punishment. You'll just get the blessing. He's like, all right, let me do it. His hands are washed clean. So another thing I think it's saying about man is that punishment curbs sin. Like a judgment curbs sin. It stops sin. That is why we have governing authorities is, is because it's there to stop evildoers. I mean, it's, it's tough. Um, and to recognize that there is punishment for doing wrong helps us to stop sinning. And that's why it's so important for us as we tell the gospel to tell the whole truth of the gospel. That that there is a reality of judgment that comes upon people who do wrong, evildoers. And I, I know it's not the greatest part of the gospel, but um, it is an important and vital part to understanding how good God is. And then I think another thing that we can see is that we're very creative. So I want, I want to get some positive out of this is that we're very creative. Even though the thing that Rebecca is doing is wrong, even though the thing that Jacob is doing is wrong, and we'll see more creativity in the actions of Jacob as he's cunning and wise and how he speaks. But man, we are some creative people. We can do some amazing things when we put our minds to it. When we want something, we can do a lot of things to achieve it. Another thing about man that it talks about is that uh, in sin, we can do a lot of things to achieve the thing that we want to do, but we're creative in doing it. And so let's use that creativity for good. Okay. Let's use that creativity for good. Let's use that um, dedication and will for good, for the glory of God. And so that's the application is, is uh, um, let us, whatever the thing it is that God has called you to do. I was talking with a buddy today and he said that the one thing God had placed on his heart to love to do, he gets to do it. But what he wants to do is do it for the glory of God. Let's do that, man. Whatever it is that God has called you to be creative in, to be passionate about, to be able to, to put your mind and your thought and your dedication to it so strongly, man, let's do it for the glory of God. And then finally, let's oppose things for the right reason, okay? If there's something going on in your life or you're seeing sin happen or there is some trouble that's a-brewing around you, man, let us try and stop this for the correct reason, okay? And that's because it is, obviously, it is a sin against God, but it's also some whatever other thing there is. A good example is my buddy... Um, something happened with his child and it would be enough to say that he shouldn't do this thing because it is against the will of God. Cause ultimately that's where everything boils down to. It's against the character and the nature of God and it's offense to him and what he's done. But there are other things that are involved in reasons why that this should not happen. Because God is not arbitrary. There is reasons for who he is and what he's done. And so as we oppose evil, let's oppose it for the right reasons. Hey, I appreciate you guys for listening. And I will uh, see you guys in the next episode as we continue. Like, what happens once he brings the food to 
his daddy. What happens? I'll see you in the next episode.